Hello, it's Bernard Nomberg, Nomberg Law Firm in Birmingham, Alabama. Welcome to the Nomberg Law Live podcast. Each week we have interesting conversations with people in their areas of expertise. My guest this week is Nick Sellers, who's currently the CEO of World Games 2022 Birmingham. What a unique opportunity our city and state has coming up next July. We're going to be hosting the World Games. And Nick takes us through what the World Games are about, a little bit of the history, the types of sports, and the venues all around Birmingham, as well as how people can get involved. This is going to be an awesome endeavor for the city of Birmingham. We hope you'll enjoy this podcast episode, Nomberg Law Live. If you like this episode, please consider giving us a five-star rating and a review, and subscribing will ensure that you get each podcast as they come out on a weekly basis. Thank you again. All right, everybody. Good morning. Hope everybody's doing well on this Tuesday morning. I'm Bernard Nomberg with another episode of Nomberg Law Live as we do each Tuesday at 10 o'clock Central, 8 a.m. Pacific, interesting people in their areas of expertise. And I'm so pleased to have my guest today. We've got a great man to talk with us about a great topic and thing that's coming up. Nick Seller, CEO of the World Games 2022 Birmingham. How are you doing today, Nick? I'm doing great. Um, well, I appreciate you making some time for us today. This is an exciting time for Birmingham. What's an awesome endeavor that's about to take place in our city, the Magic City. Nick, if you will, just let's just give a broad stroke overview. What are the World Games 2022 in Birmingham? Yeah, it's, you know, I, I get that a lot. In fact, Bernard, that generally when I'm around town um, or even out of town and around the state of Alabama, the, the comments are, Oh, I see you, you're affiliated with the World Games. That's great. I'm so excited about the World Games. Now, what are they? <laughs> and that's normal uh, because the truth is it's celebrating its 11th edition. It's been around for 40 years, but the World Games has not been in the U.S. since its inception in 1981 in Santa Clara, California. It's been all over the world, Cali, Colombia, Roxlaw, Poland. It's been in Paris. When it leaves Birmingham, it goes to a small little town in China called Chengdu, China, with about 16 million people. But in short, the World Games is the new generation of sports. It is under the full patronage of the International Olympic Committee. So these, the IOC, and I have learned all this in the past two years, Bernard, but the IOC has over 100 federations of sports that are all looking to grow their popularity and ultimately try to compete on the Summer Olympic platform where only 23, 24 sports actually compete over the 10-day, uh, uh, two-week period of the Olympics, Summer Olympics. And some of those sports share between the World Games and the Olympics. So six of the sports that people will see right here in Birmingham next summer, including karate, um, archery, handball, indoor handball in the Summer Olympics in Tokyo. It'll be beach handball uh, next summer here in Birmingham, where we'll build a beach court at Sloss Furnaces, which is going to be awesome. Wow. Including, including sport climbing, where we'll build a sport climbing wall at Sloss Furnaces. That was in the Olympics as well. Um, it's always more fun at the beach. That'll be part of our marketing around handball. Handball is essentially this cross between um, basketball and volleyball. So it's really an interesting sport um, and it's very fast paced. And, uh, and then there's other sports like gymnastics, 
some of those same athletes that competed in Tokyo will be competing here, just different disciplines. We'll have trampoline and tumbling, tumbling and artistic. Um, and obviously um, the, the athletes in Tokyo competed on balance beam and the bars and all those other things. Uh, but, but you'll see some of the same athletes here. So many of the sports you, you may know and love, we've got bowling where we'll build an eight lane bowling alley in the BJCC, 600 seats and they're selling fast for the global gold medal round for bowling. You know, they had golf in the Olympics. I mean, these are sports that we know and love. Billiards will be here as well. Um, sumo, men's and women's, Muay Thai and kickboxing, two of the fastest feeder sports for uh, the MMA sports and the UFC and things like that. Um, the gymnastics, dance sport. So salsa, rock and roll, Latin, some of the best dancers in the world. And we're looking at a partnership with Dancing with the Stars. We'll be right here next summer competing and that will sell out we believe very quickly lacrosse one of the fastest growing sports in the world as you know um, and there's a great storyline there we'll compete women's softball the same u.s women's team that lost in a in a really tough grudge match gold medal round against japan um, uh, in the olympics those same teams will be hopefully competing for a rematch at the hoover met next summer on global television um, for world games 2022 but then there's some sports that you've probably never heard of before um, that we could talk more about like drone racing and canopy piloting and corf ball um, that are really, really, and parkour, which are great sports, man. But they're, again, they're emerging sports yeah. around the world. Well, Nick, I, I went to the website and just looked at all the different sports they are divided into different categories. For those who don't know, artistic sports, ball sports, martial arts, precision sports, strengths. I mean, it just goes on and on and on. It's so impressive. But one of the things that really caught my attention, and you already mentioned one of the venues, that's in my backyard. I mean, it's literally a half a mile walk from my house to Sloss Furnace. Talk a little bit about the venues around town. You mentioned Hoover. You mentioned the BJCC. Nick, yes. for people who don't know and are learning about the games that are coming, it's not just downtown in one concentrated area. It's literally all over the place. So share a little bit about those venues. No, it's not. That's a great point. And in fact, that's the big differentiator, if there is one, between what the International Olympic Committee looks for for a city to host the Summer Olympics or the Winter Olympics and what they look for for a city to host the World Games. Generally, you don't have to commit to hundreds of millions or billions of dollars of new infrastructure. You can utilize your existing infrastructure. Now, we're fortunate that we have new protective stadium that'll be home to opening and closing ceremonies. And, and I want to talk to you about that. That's going to be unbelievable um, uh, display. Um, we'll have the new CityWalk BHAM. So if, if, if your viewers have not seen that, you ought to Google CityWalk BHAM. Well, those pretty LED lights are now that on um, 2059. Underneath there is Brassfield and Gorey just won the contract. Is going to be everything from a dog park to a beer and wine gardens, um, all kinds of cool stuff that will connect finally our convention and entertainment district to our central business district. So we're in principally 10 different venue clusters, Bernard, around the Birmingham area, greater Birmingham area. We go as far south as Oak Mountain, where we'll have water ski jumping and wakeboarding and uh, canoe marathon out there, which is going to be crazy uh, fun to, to watch. That'll be a big party zone. Obviously, we're at the Hoover Met, as we mentioned. We go as far east as the Barber International Motorsports Park, where there'll be drone racing and canopy piloting. And canopy piloting, by the way, it's kind of an extreme sport. It's where these athletes jump out of helicopters. They pop a parachute about 100, about 500 feet before the ground. They drag a foot across a water runway where we'll build, that we'll build, and then they have to land at a precision point. Wait, 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 wait. I cannot <laughs> comprehend this sport. 
who comes yeah. up with that? I mean, that's just awesome. It is and, awesome. And, and I had no idea. Bar Barber, that's an incredible facility in and of it's itself. Beautiful, man. It is. Yeah. It's, it's a jewel. It's really one of the crown jewels of Birmingham in the state. I mean, George Barber has invested over hundred million of his own money to, for this thing. And folks, I'm sure are, are pretty familiar with it now, but it's going to be a great place to showcase these sports um, on CBS and CBS sports domestically and on the Olympic channel in over hundred countries around the world next summer. We go as far west as the crossplex where there will be um, inline roller. And man, if you've not seen that, I mean, it's uh, high stakes and they bang on each other and they're, it's a sprint on uh, inline roller skates, which is crazy. Um, it'll have fin swimming and life-saving in there. These are sort of CrossFit sports in water. Um, they're, they're emerging uh, water sports around the world. And then finally, we'll have wheelchair rugby in there. And if you've not seen the Netflix documentary Murderball, uh, if, you, if you got an hour and a half, you got to watch it. The, these are incredible athletes. You know, the Olympics and the Paralympics are separate right now. They're coming together. In fact, the Paralympics is about to start as we speak in Tokyo. They will ultimately come together on one platform, but not before Birmingham, Alabama will lay claim to the first major international multi-sport event in history to have competitions for athletes with and without disabilities on the same platform. Uh, we have wheelchair rugby that will be competing um, at the Crossplex, the Lakeshore Foundation, which, as you know, is an international jewel, too, right here in Birmingham. It's a U.S. Olympic and Paralympic training facility. Um, and these athletes are going to be so much fun to watch. And it'll sell out. That'll be a huge event. It'll, it, we know it's going to sell out. Um, it's going to be a ton of fun to watch. So as far west as the Crossplex. And then a lot of the events, as you mentioned, are going to be in and around the downtown area, which makes it great. We are at Sloss Furnaces. But then we'll be at Boutwell for the martial arts and we'll be at uh, the BJCC for the bowling and for the dance sport and gymnastics. Um, we'll be at Legion Field for flag football presented by the NFL. The NFL is a huge sponsor of this. It'll be we believe it'll be on the NFL network. Um, and the reason the, the NFL has a, a subsidiary now called NFL Flag, Bernard, they're in eight countries um, with men's and women's flag football. You may not know this. I didn't. But flag football is becoming um, a club level and an approved NC2A sport at many schools across the country for men and women. So it's really a growing sport. It's kind of a different game. It's a much faster paced game than the 11 on 11 game that we're used to. Um, and it's going to be a ton of fun. The NFL is going to bring an NFL legends team to do an exhibition game at Legion field. That'll be four days of competition. Just there's really something for everybody. That's the beauty of these games. Guys, do you hear the enthusiasm? This is why Nick is the CEO of these games. Every day sounds like something. I know there's lots of headaches. I know you have a huge team that's putting all this together, but the enthusiasm is just right there. We can hear it. I want to know more about inline hockey. That looks phenomenal when I've been reading and seeing a little bit about it on YouTube. It absolutely is. Inline hockey and floorball are both going to be competing in the world games. Inline hockey is what you would expect. I mean, it's hockey on these rollerblades and they're banging around and shooting just like, you know, the folks we see on ice. It's, it's hockey for the folks in the South, you know, it really is. Although we were doing an activation with our great Birmingham Bulls minor league team for floorball, the USA floorball team actually has a free, um, it's free to the public the, the weekend of August 27th and 28th at the um, BJCC where they will be recruiting and ultimately uh, putting on their team, the USA floorball team. This is one of their qualifiers 
to compete to be a member of the USA floorball team. And it's the same thing, Bernard. It is hockey with Converse tennis shoes on, on a, on a gym floor. And we'll have the Birmingham Bulls in there to, to do a little exhibition with them. It's going to be a ton of fun. But both of those sports are competing in the World Games. That's, a, that's, just, that's just so awesome. I'm loving every minute that I'm hearing about all of this. Guys, I put in the show notes the Facebook link or the Facebook page to the games as well as the websites, you can go read all about this. I'm talking with Nick Sellers, the CEO of the games. Nick, it, it's Birmingham obviously has been known and Alabama has been known for many things over the years. Most notably recently, uh, I got to say in no particular order, college football, uh, barbecue, and just hospitality. Well, Birmingham, all eyes of the world are going to be on Birmingham next summer. And one of the things that I really am loving are these co-chairs. And I got to run through the list. I want you to just comment a little bit about them. There's five thus far. I don't know if you plan to add more, but we got Charles Barkley, Randy Owens, Vanetta Flowers, Noah Galloway, and Kat Riddick Whitehill. Phenomenal group. Share a little bit about those, those folks who are going to represent the games. Yeah, you know, Bernard, as we started thinking about opening ceremonies and, and a moment, and you don't get many moments at the plate like this, up, up at the plate, so to speak, as a, as a city, as a community, and as a state, to reintroduce yourself to the world in a pretty special way, especially coming out of this pandemic by next summer. We hope that it, more and more people have taken the vaccine, the variants in our back, in our rearview mirror, and we're kind of getting back to true normalcy. We're on our way there, um, uh, I believe, but, but we wanted some individuals who represent everything great about Alabama to lead the delegation of 3,600 athletes into opening ceremonies on live global television. And we wanted folks who are in music and in sports and in entertainment and, and then, uh, you know, just, just great human beings. And so uh, Randy Owen can't say enough great things about this man and his heart. He, he just loves the state. He still lives up on lookout mountain. He could live in the biggest mansion in Nashville. You know, and when we asked him if he would be involved and write the signature theme song. So think we are the world. He's written it. I, I hate to, I'm going to give it to you exclusive. Nobody knows it yet, but it's called Hope of Alabama. And, and he wrote it with Dr. Henry Panyon, a world-renowned composer. And there's going to be artists, some of the biggest names in music that will sing on this song. It'll be a commercial hit, I believe. And it is our signature tune that they will play, among others, in the opening ceremony. But Randy Owen, Vanetta Flowers, she's the first person of color to win a gold medal in the Winter Olympics in history, not just from the U.S., but first person of color in the world for, um, of African descent. And she's from right here, Jackson Owen High School, UAB, just a wonderful lady, bobsledding gold medalist, Kat Reddick, Whitehall, you mentioned, gold medalist from the uh, U.S. women's soccer team, a whole generation of young girls played soccer, you know, in part because of her inspiration. Um, Charles Barkley, who needs no introduction. I mean, he's just a legend in all respects and, and so excited about being a part of this. And then finally, Noah Galloway, who was a double amputee and Iraqi war veteran. He came back home. The Lakeshore Foundation, in his words, literally saved his life. He was on Dancing with the Stars uh, and, and really became famous um, from that and, and his CrossFit and his competitions that he's done. He, he's climbing. I think he's actually climbing Mount Kilimanjaro right now with other athletes. Um, <laughs> he's just an incredible guy. Yeah. And, and so yeah. all of them are our honorary co-chairs and, yeah. and we're, we couldn't be more excited about it. Just, just phenomenal. But I did hear you say 3,600 athletes 
How uh, estimated how many countries are going to be represented? It's over 100. Right now, it looks like it's 103 countries, 3,600 athletes competing in 34 sports. All of these are sort of the new generation of sports, as we uh, have described, yeah. over a 10-day period with an opening and closing ceremonies and an unbelievable sports party at the Regions World Games Plaza uh, every night for, wow. for 10 nights. It's, it's Look, Bernard, I, I've said this many times, but I, I really think it's true. To the extent people think about Birmingham, Alabama, outside of the Southeast U.S., I would submit to you they probably think about us generally in black and white. And I don't just mean race. I'm talking about TV. You know, there's a lot of imagery there. And that's okay. Our history is part of what defines us. But it, but it doesn't bind us to anything bad. It should, it should propel us forward. And that's what this moment is about. This moment is about showing a new Birmingham, a new Alabama, an Alabama where we, we're not chasing Atlanta or Nashville or Jacksonville or Charlotte anymore. We're getting comfortable in who we are, comfortable in our skin. We're starting to reach for each other finally. This new generation of leadership. And this is our chance to show that. That is what this is all about, man. Well, I, I know that with it getting pushed back because of the pandemic, and, and I know that y'all are, are, are dealing with that as time evolve or as things evolve medicine-wise, uh, community-wise. But if I'm, if I'm an Alabamian, if I'm somebody who lives near the games and I want to attend the games, I assume there'll be those opportunities coming up based on whatever the, the current criteria in our public is. But here's my question for you, Nick. What if I wanna be a, a volunteer at the games? What if I wanna jump in and, and lend my time and my passion for sports? Are those opportunities gonna be available? Yeah, I'm really glad you brought that up. The answer is, is yes to both. We, we believe that this is going to be the first major international sporting event on American soil with full venues again coming out of the pandemic. Um, and that's significant. And, and tickets uh, are going fast, to, to, especially to some of the smaller venue events where there's only a few thousand seats. We're at over 50% capacity, several of them already. And, and you can get tickets right now. They're very affordable. The average ticket price is $23, Bernard. So you can pick a day you want to tr kind of taste the world games with your family or whatever at TWG2022.com. We have corporate ticket packages. If you're a company or a law firm, and you just want to entertain clients. You want to bring some folks there. They're very affordable ticket packages as well. Again, we want this to be a moment of great reconnection. But if you want to, if you want to be involved, and we need over 2,000 volunteers, if you want to be involved, even if it's just for a session, for an event, or perhaps you want to get more involved and volunteer throughout the games, you can go to TWG2022.com as well and click on volunteers. We're taking names right now and information. Our, our volunteer official launch is October the 1st. And that'll be a day where we're really going to start putting folks in the different, in the 40 different areas that we've got for, to volunteer. Um, it's going to be a massive effort, but you get all kinds of cool stuff with it. You get swag to be a part of this historic moment. And really it's going to be a, I, I, I would submit to you, it'll be a once in a lifetime experience for, for people and their families to, you know, just say they were part of something really, really special and watch some unbelievable athletes compete for gold. Well, I was going to say that most of these sports are not the traditional ones that we see in professional sports or see TV, internet, et cetera. But these are athletes every bit as accomplished in their particular sports as any professional athletes. And I think that if you enjoy sport as in general, just competition, this is the place to be. And you're, and like you said, over 100 countries, 3,600 athletes next summer, all in, in Birmingham. I think it's an, a wonderful event that y'all are putting together. 
Nick, we've got just another minute or two, and I really appreciate you sharing about the games. As I said earlier, your enthusiasm is just right there. And I know there are many people, you're the head of it, but there are many people on committees, directors, et cetera. There's some folks you maybe want to point out or thank ahead of time uh, for some of the work that they've done at this, to this point. So many, Bernard, thank you for that. We've got now close to 40 full-time teammates here um, on loan from companies like Regions and Altec and Coca-Cola, our chief marketing officers on loan there, Alabama Power and many others. All these companies who are putting some of their best talent involved to try to help make this a, an historic moment for our community. We've got employees that were, are sort of contracted working with us. So there's people just all over um, who are working on our organizing committee to make this a huge success. I would say most importantly, in addition to all of those who are working very, very hard, I can't say enough to uh, thanks to our city leadership, both Mayor Woodfin and the council who have worked hand in hand with us, the Jefferson County Commission, Convention and Visitors Bureau, and the state of Alabama. They are all leaning into this moment. And, you know, for, for I think for good reason, and it's very special. This is kind of like Switzerland to them. I mean, they've got their issues on other things, but with, with respect to putting our best foot forward for the world, they have all been great partners and they're all working beautifully together. And I couldn't be more thankful for that. Well, that's just, what an awesome endeavor. Guys, I've been chatting with Nick Sellers, the current, he's the CEO of the World Games 2022 in Birmingham, an awesome endeavor that's coming to our city. I hope that you, people who enjoy competition, enjoy sports, are able to get out either as uh, in a volunteer and or come to watch the, the competitions. And the fact that it's all over our metro area is really, really a, a cool thing. I put in the show notes, the Facebook uh, group to the games. I've also put the website uh, link in there so you can go read about the sports, read about the volunteering and purchasing tickets. Nick, again, I, I wanna thank you for your time and sharing about the games. And I, I know there's a countdown, how many days we're under a year, so how many days are we looking at now? I think we're at three thirty right now, maybe three thirty-one. Um, I knew Friday was a, or Sunday, excuse me. We're at three thirty-two. Uh, yesterday was three thirty-three. So all I know is I, I I generally cut up my tums and my blood pressure medicine by by the countdown clock. <laughs> well, I was going to say, have you taken your last vacation for a while? I know I know you're on loan from your day job doing this, but I hope yeah. you get some time to enjoy what you're putting together with so many dedicated people. Thank you. I, we, we, I couldn't be more excited about it. I'm very grateful for this opportunity and I appreciate very much you giving me the chance to talk about it on your show. Oh, this is my pleasure. I can assure you. And guys, as we do every Tuesday, 10 o'clock, Nomberg Law Live, we try to bring interesting conversations with people in their areas of expertise. And if you can't get fired up for the World Games 2022 in Birmingham after listening to Nick, then you're just missing something. And I hope that you don't miss it next summer. Thank you again, guys. We'll see you next Tuesday. Take care.